Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you're not on TikTok yet, don't do it because it's a huge time suck. But if you're like, oh... I can't leave my house right now because I got to wait 10 more minutes to do something. It's a great, it's a very quick way to use up 10 minutes. Okay. So two different angles of the same thing. I will say uh, I have found a couple useful things on it. A few weeks ago, I found a chef who is great. I have to find his name and share it. But he does like full on recipes in one minute videos. And that's really cool. How do you replicate that? It's uh, he does a great job. I mean, you've got to save the video and go back with a piece of paper, but he's really good. Um, And then the second thing is I found the greatest parents on the planet. They've got teenagers. They took their teenagers phones and they changed uh, or they set the um, uh, shortcuts on the phone so that when the teen types a curse word, things pop up like messages from mom and dad encouraging them to find another word. Do you know how to do that on your phone? No, but that's hilarious. Have you ever seen the videos of people who've done that? No, but I would like to figure out how to change duck to what I really mean. Right. Well, what you could do is like on my phone, I have XXE and it automatically types my email address. XXA automatically is my mailing address. Because oh, you know, it just got to get into that. Yeah, it's a it's a time saver thing, and so um, their keyboard shortcuts. So they've changed their keyboard shortcuts. So every time these kids are text messaging and they want to type the f word, it pops up and says, "Your mom is not very proud of this word you're using. Would you like to pick another word?" <laughs> and if they type the word Jesus in, uh, it pops up and says, "Your prayers have been answered. I am right here. What can I help you with?" That's funny. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This is your first episode of The Upside. Welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the lazy day at the beach we just had. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Topo Chico. Okay, there are some things in my brain, like, have you ever been taught something that you can't unlearn? I'm sure, I'm sure I have. I can't think of any right now. What's an example of? I do two things. Well, one thing drives me nuts that I can't unlearn, and I feel like it might be permanent. And then the other thing is something I was taught and then they changed the grammatical rules and now it drives me nuts. Cause I'm like, no, that was not how it was. What are the things? The first one is every time I type in a web address, every time I type in www. Even though you haven't had to do that for years. But I mean, has it do been you, years? Do you just type in www or do you remember when it was HTTP? Now that I don't type out, but do you remember there was a difference a, a bit ago between like 
there was a, a difference, a working difference between Callieandchef.com and www.callieandchef.com. And if you just typed Callieandchef.com, like what, six years ago, it wouldn't pop up because you forgot the www. Well, that was just because we had a cheap, that was for our wedding. And that was just because we had like a cheap No, hosting. but I mean like in general, like it used to be, you used to have to use the www correctly or the website would not populate. Right. If you didn't set the website up properly. Yes. And what was the other one that you had? The other one is, what is it? Oh, apparently now. So did you learn in school when you type in a period that you leave two spaces and then you yes. start the sentence? Apparently that's not how you do it anymore. That just went away. It Why? Ju just, I, I, don't I would know. like to know the reasoning because it drives me nuts because I remember learning how to type in school and stuff like that. And they drilled it into our brains that it was two spaces and now I can't undo it. That probably is the work of the same person who took Pluto away as a planet and then decided it was a planet again and then took it away again. It, in my opinion, it looks better with two spaces. It, uh, it looks like the right way to do it. Because that's what you're used to. Yeah. Um, I have things that I just can't learn, like things that just won't stick in my brain. Like what? The, the different, how to properly use a semicolon like that. Yeah. I can't, won't stick in my brain or where to put punctuation in relation to quotation marks. Okay. Now that confuses me because I got a lesson in third grade that I remember so crystal clearly. And then now people, I feel like tell me that it's not right. So now I'm just a big ball of confused. I have to look it up every single time. What and they tell me. What they told me in third grade was if you have somebody that's saying something and you put as a saying bubble, you know, not like a thought bubble, but like the saying bubble, you wouldn't put the period outside of the bubble. Right. It goes in with their sentence. Right. But what if the sentence is a comma? What if the end of the quote, I'm sorry, is a comma? Like then do you, and then what part of it gets capitalized? I just don't, I have to look that up every single time. <laughs> if I'm writing something, like if it's just an email to somebody, but if it's like a friend, but if it's, if it's an important email or if it's something that might end up in an article or whatever. That's why we have Katie Burke. I can't for the, right. Yeah. Um, I, I send her stuff all the time. I haven't thought to do that. Well, sorry, Katie, you've just been recruited. I can't, um, I just can't absorb that. Uh, something else I can't do whenever 100% of the time I type the word female, I type F E M A I L every really? time in, in my brain, I see it coming like email. Cause what is what your head is thinking? I guess in my brain, I see it coming and I say, don't spell it wrong. And then it just comes, it just flies out. I also um, can't spell the words together or Pacific without saying, without breaking them down. Together. To get her. Pacific. Posse if I see. Oh, I didn't know that one. I can't, I can't spell Mississippi without doing that. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-B-I. Well, you just spelled it. Well, I know, but it was like something we learned in school. Like the sing-songy way to do it? Was it sing-songy? I don't know if it was. Well, you didn't do anything different. You just spelled it. But I know, but I can't write it without spelling it in my head. You can't write anything without <laughs> spelling it. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, Connecticut. Connect I cut. 
Got it. Okay. That's a better example. I was like, what did I learn that has a thing that's weird? I, yeah. Connecticut connect. I cut. I do every time. Not that I write the word Connecticut a lot. Cause I actually don't ever, but when I do, I say Kelly, connect, I cut. Kelly's just trying to fit in with stuff. So she's throwing things out. I do. No, that was real one. Okay. Connect, I, I cut was, it was a good one. Um, all right. So here are my, um, as if that wasn't random enough, I got my three random things right here at the top of the chip. So, uh, here's more randomness. Uh, number one, Cracker Barrel is going to start serving beer and wine. What? Yep. If you, now, it, I feel like that could make for an interesting dinner and a show. Sure could. Don't you think? People uh, love the Southern comfort food at Cracker Barrel. And now as they start to reopen some restaurants, you can have beer and wine. Now, they started testing this before the pandemic hit in March. So it's a continuation of that. There are 20 locations in Florida. They're going to expand it to more locations in Florida, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And the hottest item on the new and improved alcohol menu at Cracker Barrel are the mimosas. They have strawberry and orange juice mimosas. They've been a big hit. Um, they're Interesting. Also, they're also going to have uh, hard cider on the menu. And uh, on Saturday, fried pork chops. All right. My second random thing. What's fried pork chops have to do with anything? Nothing. Just a menu edition? It was just a menu edition. Uh, one other thing. If you uh, want to save a few dollars, 74% uh, of people are reporting that if they call, they have called their cable company in the past six weeks to talk about the how expensive their bill is, 74% of people have gotten uh, rate reduction. Huh. So if you're looking to save some money, uh, just call up your cable company and be like, should do that. Hey, I got to cancel some stuff. I got to cut back on the internet. I don't need this many channels. Is there anyone that has never had the conversation with the person they live with and or their own self going? Cause Jeff and I have this conversation at least once every other year going, do we really need cable? Do we need cable? Should we do Roku? Should we have this conversation in our house? And we, when we had our house in South Carolina, we totally did away with cable because no one watched you, it. It was such a waste of money. But we didn't do away with cable. The problem was you can never, you can't completely cut cable because you have to have internet and the internet is tied into the cable. Always. I think so. So like at our house, we but have we went basic buddy. We had like five channels, but that was, but we still had to have the internet through the cable company. So that's what's stopping me from doing it in Atlanta because we have security with Xfinity. Mm -hmm. We have internet with Xfinity and we have cable with Xfinity and they package it all together. So if you get all three, it's a hundred bucks a month or whatever. I don't know what the total is, but it's that's like, why my parents still have a landline, by the way, because of the package bundles. My dad's just like, it doesn't make yeah. sense to not have it. So if you go from, if you cut the, the cable out, the security and the internet are just going to go from like, you know, whatever, let's say it's 120 bucks a month. It's going to go down to 111. Then you're like, well, I'm cutting the cable out for only $9 a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but I feel like people have that conversation in their houses, but I am a huge fan. It's called cutting the cable. I'm a huge fan of using, especially for us. I mean, you watch the same dozen shows over and over and over yes, again. I do. So that's easy. And 
with Roku is the only one that I'm really familiar with, but you can just pick and choose the channels you want. Yeah. And pay a couple month bucks a month for those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then my third random thing is uh, there was, there's been some studies done about perceptions of police officers over the past few weeks. And one of those was uh, based on things that you learn on TV about police officers what is your perception of law enforcement? One of the most common responses is you cannot report somebody missing if until they've been gone for 24 hours. And I thought that's true. Have you ever seen a TV show where they haven't said that? Well, ma'am, if he hasn't been gone for 24 hours, he's technically not no, that's missing. that's not true anymore. It's not true. It's never been true. Some It has been true. Like in the 70s and 80s, it was true. It's not true anymore now. Yeah. How, how do you know that? Have you been a do you kid? Know, do you know who you're talking to? You're oh. talking to Mrs. Crime Junkie. Okay. I know. So, um, so the study that did this, they actually released a press release to let people know based on the perceptions of, of television police dramas, don't wait to report somebody missing. You don't have to wait 24 hours to report somebody missing. Call right away. I never would have thought that would have been a thing that would have raised a flag, but it was. I have got to talk about the story because I feel like I'm just so intrigued by it and I love it. And uh, we just have to talk about it. Have you seen the treasure hunt story? Um, I've seen the headline, but I don't think I, I, I didn't dig into it. Um, a guy hid a treasure and it was recently found. Yeah. Okay. So there's a guy in New Mexico and he's like an 89 year old millionaire. Now he's 89. And 10 years ago, he wrote a book called the thrill of the chase or something like that. And in it, um, I think he talked about, he buried a treasure that was worth a million dollars and it was like gold coins and jewelry. And there were like some weird other things in there. It says like a legit treasure, 20 pound treasure chest, pre-Columbian animal figures. I don't know what that is. Prehistoric hammered gold mirrors and ancient Chinese faces carved from Jade. So he, um, did this. I think I read that he had cancer or something. So he was like, I'm going to do this treasure on whatever. Well, he beat cancer. So, and 10 years ago, I guess this was like a huge thing in the media. I don't remember it, but the guy was like, I buried treasure. And I also wrote this book. So like thousands of people, people quit their jobs to start treasure hunting people. I mean, it was like but how, many, four people died looking for the treasure, but how do they know where to look? It's in his book. Oh, his book is like a guidebook to find the treasure. I don't understand if it's a guidebook, but I know. Anyways, fast forward to like this week, somebody found it. So I need to know more. So what, like, tell me, like, so the book had clues. The in book it? had a poem in it. And apparently in the poem oh. was directions for how to find it. And people, this has been going on for 10 years. No one's been able to find it. Um, and a guy sent him a picture and said, I just found your treasure. And it was someone that was looking for it. And apparently it was in the poem. So I don't know if the book was a guide to it. Or if there was a poem, it seems more likely that there's a poem in that book. And one guy was like, by golly, that's it. It's in the poem. And then went looking for it and found it. How many people or how mad would, first of all, how mad would that guy have been uh, if the person who found it just kind of stumbled across it? Oh my gosh. Just randomly w was like out camping or something. Where was, where did he hide it? 
Um, in the Appalachian Mountains, I think. Appalachian. Appalachian. Um, So when I was a kid growing up in Syracuse, New York, they used to do a treasure hunt every year. They would do it in the winter. And I think the prize was a thousand bucks, but they would do little poems in the newspaper. That is so cool. And whoever had to find it, well, they still do it. Fast forward, you know, 20, 30 years later, they're still doing it. But now I think it's a virtual treasure hunt. What's the prize? Like a thousand bucks. What? But they do it like over and like once somebody finds it, they do it again. Yeah. So it's like a thing that people look forward to every winter. But if I, if I understand correctly, now it's a virtual treasure hunt because people were getting hurt. Because they were literally four people died looking for this. I wonder if that guy feels any guilt or if he's like, eh, should have read the poem better. I think from what I know about this guy, he's like, mm, should have read the poem. Yeah. Not my problem. And not that heard. he's a jerk, but I think he's just like, well, you should have considered that. You know what I mean? Like, right. it seems like something my dad would do. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, nobody told you, Susan, to quit your job and walk through fire. That's not what the poem said. I someday. I don't, want, know, how, I don't know how these people died. I someday want to be wealthy enough to bury $1 million and write a poem in hopes that somebody finds it. That's the premise behind one of our favorite favorite Briggs family movies that you've never seen. I think it's from the 50s or 60s. 60s, Um, because it's in color. Would be 60s, right? Or 70s? I don't know. Anyways, um, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Okay. And that's, it's like a three and a half hour long movie. It's got some amazing old school famous actors in it, like Ethel Merman and three and a half hours. It's long, but, um, it was in back in my day, it was two VHS tapes Yeah, long. Um, but it's all these random strangers that are on a treasure hunt. And it's so that I'm not smart enough to write a poem for a treasure hunt. Like nobody would find it, but that's, I want to do that when we get older, I want to retire. I don't want to bury treasure. I want to bury, I want to be rich enough to bury $1 million. Yes. One way that we'll get that wealthy is by you supporting our advertisers. How about that segue? There you go. Uh, Please say uh, thank you with your wallets to these businesses who are sponsoring our show this week. This episode of The Upside is sponsored by Skillshare. The online learning community is offering our listeners two months of a free premium membership. You can explore new skills, you can deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity with classes from Skillshare. Right now, Skillshare is such a great resource to have so you can stay inspired, express yourself, and connect to a community of creatives with fascinating classes on topics like the last one that I saw was about getting your finances together during a recession and really tightening up your investments. They also have classes on interior design, cooking, graphic design, anything that you could want to learn about, they have it ready to go. And it's taught by professionals in the field. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it. Creative self-discovery and expression can settle your mind and spontaneous acts of creativity can help break up the routine of a day indoors. So Skillshare's short classes are a perfect fit. You'll create real projects and get the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash where Upside listeners get two free months of a premium membership. That's two months free at Skillshare.com slash Upside. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So much talk about remaining physically healthy. Of course we want to do that. Nobody wants to get sick in the body. So we're taking extra doses of vitamin C. We're wearing masks. We're social distancing. But what about your head? Stay healthy in your head as well. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, and they're going to make it easy for you to find somebody easy to talk to. If you don't like your first therapist match with BetterHelp, they'll find somebody else for you. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Financial aid is available, and they've got licensed professional counselors who specialize in everything from uh, family conflicts to depression, anxiety, sleeping issues, trauma, self-esteem. Everything you share is confidential. It's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And there are a ton of testimonials online. Go to betterhelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside to see those testimonials and to make a decision for yourself to take charge of your mental health. Betterhelp.com, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. You'll save 10% by being a upside listener. Finding Father's Day gifts for my dad is always such an ordeal. And I love him, but like he doesn't want stuff. He wants, you know, memories or to hang out as a family, which is great, but there's only so much hanging out we can do right now because of all the craziness is going on. So if your dad is like mine and he wants the experience, I've got a Father's Day gift for you. It is StoryWorth. Here's what they do. They are going to send your dad prompts every single week, prompting him to answer questions that maybe you wouldn't have thought to ask him about himself, about your family. And then at the end of a year, they're going to put together a book, print it and ship it to whoever in your family wants it. So it's a great gift this year. It's something you guys can do all year long, and it'll send you his answers all throughout the year. So open that conversation with dad. And then next year for Father's Day, you'll have the physical book that you can give to him. So really, you're getting two Father's Day gifts in one. Right now, you can give your dad the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com upside. That's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. StoryWorth, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com slash upside. That'll get you $10 off. I would like to address something that I hope other people deal with. Because I see what this is on the schedule and you know that Cardi B sound on TikTok that's like, I'm so glad you asked because I have been dying to talk about this for a hot freaking minute. Why? You feel the same way? No, we need to talk about your problem with this. Oh, okay. I forced myself on our first full day at the beach to not do anything like, and I mean anything. So I didn't do anything but the essential stuff to make sure the show was up and running. I didn't force myself to go to the pool or the beach. I didn't, we went, we got up this morning, we went for a walk. We, we made breakfast, lunch, uh, and dinner at the condo. Like everything was just chill. And I 
took, I think, two naps and fell asleep in the chair outside on the balcony and felt terrible guilt about it because it felt like wasted time. We need to talk about this because this is something that has been going on. So when I first met Jeff and we were dating, I was the person that would on Saturdays, if I felt like sleeping and not waking up till noon or one, I would do it because it's the weekend and why not? I work hard and I deserve that time. Jeff, up at eight o'clock, doing stuff, cleaning the house. Weekends are a time for productivity. So that has brushed off on me a little bit, but I never feel guilty about being lazy and you have such a hang up about it, but I want to know where that comes from. Like if I'm your therapist, I'm like, why, what does that stem from? Like, why do you feel that you have to be doing something? I don't feel, it's not that I feel like I have to be doing something. It's there's always stuff to, to get done. And so and there always will be, whether you are lazy or not, but like you always talk about, Oh, I don't think it's fair to say that I got up early. Like at that time I was doing morning radio. So sleeping in until 8am was a luxury. That was four right. hours later than I was normally sleeping. So, but like, I don't, and I don't think weekends are a time for productivity, but that's when we can like clean and tidy the house together. And yeah, but you've been like that even when we didn't live together. This has been a long thing. Right. And so I just think that there are always projects to be done because there always are. You can always make up stuff to do, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always projects to be done. And I have to be, I know that I have to be better about not doing anything from time to time without feeling bad about it. Yes, please embrace it. Join my side of this. It's very nice over here. It's very calm. It feels great. But I think you have a distorted view of time. You waste a lot of time. That's your viewpoint. But you spend a lot of, like on the weekends, like you will say, oh, I've had, you know, it's been a busy week at work. I had, you know, uh, had a bunch of stuff going on. I'm just not going to do anything on this Saturday or this Sunday, Mm -hmm. which I'm fine with one of the days, but like stuff still has to get done. Like cars have to go to the car wash or get vacuumed out and houses have to get tidied and it's such a weird thing that you have. It's like the most, it's, it's the most, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I think I, I don't want this guilt to like be passed down to my children and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to be very conscious of trying to break that. Yeah. So I think I did good yesterday. Great. I was so impressed. I was like, I know he is not napping for the second time today. This is awesome. I love it. Welcome to vacay, baby. And here's the thing about the guilt. Like I brought books with me, but I intentionally didn't even read them because- Part of me was like, oh, you should be reading your books. Oh, this is your vacation. This is time to get through your books. It's just this weird nagging. Yeah. Constant. Did you, when you were a kid, did you, um, were your parents super productive on the weekends or were they always, was your mom always like, Hey, time to get out of bed. Don't waste the day. Or like, no, they did. They had, when we were growing up for years, this place, uh, up on Lake Ontario and they would go camp we called it camp and but it wasn't camp it was like at a campground but it wasn't we but you called, called it, it yeah that's camp. like the nickname and they were so good at getting up in the morning having their coffee then they would go down to the lake with their folding chairs mm-hmm. and they would sit by the water mm-hmm. with and they would bring their little um 
Remember those coolers with the slide? The they're red and the whole te- they look like a house playmate cooler. Yes, and, and they would put snacks and beers and and diet sodas in there, and they would just hang out all day, and nothing bad would happen. They were great at it. Then they would come back and and uh, you know have dinner or whatever, start a fire and hang out. And it was great. I mean, it was the ultimate chill relaxation thing. So I have no idea where it comes from. And I went there and I went there for years. Maybe Mm. that's a good therapy topic. Yeah. That's the most fun thing in therapy is to like find something that drives you nuts about yourself and be like, why am I like this? (laughs) And then you walk out from your session because your therapist will, I'm sure know something that like none of us are thinking about. And you're like, Whoa, that makes so much sense. Somebody asked me on Instagram about therapy and I said the greatest part about therapy, first of all, I want to rewind because somebody asked me about a therapy and they're like, well, I just don't know where to start. And the thing is, here's my advice. If you're thinking about going to therapy, you're going to go into your first session and basically your therapist is going to say, so what's going on? Like, what's your deal? And All you need to have is one sentence to start it. Like the therapists are trained to ask questions. So um, this person who who messaged me on Instagram was having a a huge issue with her husband's family. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't want this to ruin my marriage, but it's, it's, it's taking a toll. It's taking a toll. And I don't know where to turn. So I think I need to go to therapy. And I said, just craft your first sentence. And when your therapist says, so what's going on? You can say, I don't want to get divorced, but my husband's family is driving me crazy. And that's it. And then the therapist- That's all you got to do. And they'll do the rest. Right. You don't have to go there and say, well, when I was nine years old, my parents left me at a- Grocery store. At a Perkins restaurant in Rochester, New York for three months- three hours and they didn't come back to get me and the cops came. And I think from that point on, I developed an anxiety. Here's why I love Jeff Dollar's therapy advice. I love Jeff Dollar's therapy advice always because I'm someone that is naturally talkative. I will talk to anyone about anything. I don't care. Ask me what you want to know. I'm an open book. I don't really care. Um, I'm also someone that knew what therapy was from a pretty young age. So I'm like, have it's, it's as normal to me as brushing my teeth. Jeff is a therapy convert, which I think makes his advice super interesting because he is someone that had no experience with it. Wasn't into it. Kind of thought it was a crock. I he didn't u- need it. And then he went and now he's like, oh my God, this is the best ever. I used to think. Why do you go to therapy? Can't you just decide to think differently? Like, I didn't understand it. I'm like, if if you have a nasty relationship with your husband's family, why do you need a therapist to tell you how to get along with your husband's family? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then what therapy does is it takes away the, like, it it takes, it it peels the, the layers of paint off it. So you learn why your husband, like in that case, why your husband's family is acting that way, but you also learn why you're responding to it the way they are. So if you think they're being whatever, super way too nosy about when you guys are going to have kids, like 
maybe the the other side of that is, well, you're just really sensitive about being people being in your personal business because this is your upbringing. Right. What you have to understand is they don't see it as an intrusion. And then you're like, oh. Or like so you have some fear about trying to, you know, have or, a baby. Or letting their family. insecure about. I don't yeah. like to let people down and I think that's going to happen. Then, right. all, then all of a sudden your conversation you have with them is different because you understand yourself and you understand them. And then it just makes things better. It's so weird. Yeah. But I love it. That's why I love Jeff, because if you have been around him for a long time, he was a cynic about more things than one. And therapy was one of them. And now he's like, he's a changed person and has changed his viewpoint. And he started from not knowing anything about it and thinking it was a crock. So he made the first appointment. And there you go. The way I've described it is I feel like the first time I went to therapy, I was walking down a hall and flipping light switches Mm -hmm. on without ever turning around. Like mm-hmm. I was just, it was just dark in front of me. It was dark behind me. And as my therapist would say stuff, I'd be like, oh, that's a good point. And I would flip the light switch on and I would keep walking. And then she oh, that's a good point. Flip the light switch on, keep walking, flip the light switch on. And then at some point, my therapist was like, think of how much you understand now. And like the visual of that is like turning around and seeing everything behind you illuminated. And it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that light can't help but shine ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So that was the way that, that like that I love analogies and that was the visual analogy. So, and that's by the way, let's ma- make a little asterisk. That's if you get a great asterisk. Therapist. Asterisk. What did I say? You said asterisk. Asterisk. Ast- Dang it. What is it? Asterisk. Asterisk. A-S-T- Let's make a note, a footnote, Perfect. if you will. Um, why can I cannot say that word. I also can't say Massachusetts, Massachusetts, whatever. Um, let's make a footnote on that and say, when you connect with a therapist that under, that's good for you, because I have been to therapists that my friends were like, oh my gosh, this person's so great. And I went to them for four months and it didn't help me at all. We just didn't c- get each other. So part of that. You didn't connect a cut? We didn't connect, I cut, huh? Um, But that's part of it too. Like you super, your therapist gets you and you two connect and you have a really unique relationship. So she can do things like say, hey, look at all the light behind you. And that registers in your brain. If someone, you know, somebody said something to me that didn't register, you wouldn't feel the same way. You'd be like, well, that's stupid. And you'll know, you'll know when you find the right therapist, because if it's, if you go, my advice is go three times because the first time is always going to be super awkward. The second time you're going to be kind of like, you're going to know what you're getting into. So it's going to be awkward, but it's going to be a little more comfortable. And by the third time, you should be able to dance pretty well together. If you can't, then you can say to your therapist, hey, do you recommend anyone else? Because I don't feel like you and I are gelling. And no, they won't be offended no at all. therapist gets mad about that. No. At all. No. So it's like saying to paint, I don't like what color you are. Like the paint's not offended. The paint's right. like, okay, well, why don't you try It's just not the yellow. right fit for the room. And they do that all the time. And, uh, and after three appointments, that therapist might know somebody, might be like, you are super tough to get stuff out of. And I have a therapist friend who asks the best questions. That's who you need to go to. Or they might realize based on what you've been through, like if you've been through severe emotional trauma or something like that, that you don't uncover until a little bit down the line, they might recommend that you see like a trauma, you know, someone that super specializes in trauma or 
you know, whatever you might be going through. Anyways, therapy is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Can you hear the waves? No. You know what we should do? You know what you should do? At some point, you should. One of our show, during one of our shows this week, we should have a three-minute beach break and just record the ocean so everyone can sit where they are and just... Listen to the ocean. Listen to the ocean and, and have... Don't you think so? We could do it, but you know, I get to see the stats, so I'll see how many people just fast forward through that. I don't know. I love that sound. I could listen to it all the time. I wanted to do the show outside today, but because of uh, the storms that blew through, there was some blowing rain, and I don't really feel like frying my expensive equipment, so maybe tomorrow we'll do it. And our neighbors are going to be like, what are they doing? Who are these weirdos? What are they talking about? Except for um, our neighbors, I noticed. Jeff was like, oh, they have a stroller. They have kids. It's a dog stroller. Yeah, so Cal- maybe we won't be as weird. Callie's starting to look at stuff like strollers and whatever. And so I saw one and I'm like, hey, you should go have a look at that one. And she walked up to it and then she comes back and goes, it's for a dog. I'm like, okay, well, maybe Lily wants one to go on walks with a baby. <laughs> Hey, this is Abby from Hushton, Georgia. Um, I was calling in response to the pregnancy brain. It is 100% a real thing, Jeff. I used to remember everything. And after having two kids, I literally can't remember anything unless I write it down. I don't know if it's related to being sleep deprived or what, but it is 100% a fact. Thanks. Y'all are awesome. Love you guys. Bye. Father's Day is coming up and dads are notoriously difficult to shop for. You want to find them something that they'll actually use, but that's also creative and cool. Well, Duke Cannon has you covered. Duke Cannon has products for dads that they are going to love and they're going to love to show off. They've got the Patriot collection of products that have Budweiser beer in the products. This includes the Great American Beer Soap, the Great American Beard Balm, and Great American Beard Oil. All of these things available at DukeCannon.com. And you can put together a Father's Favorites Pack. Buy any three, get one free. So you can create your own Father's Day bundle. Go to DukeCannon.com for all the details. Every product is American-made and tested by soldiers in the active-duty military. So if it doesn't pass their test, it doesn't end up in your home. DukeCannon.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE. You'll save 10% off your entire order. Free shipping with orders over $20. And some products are available at your local Target. DukeCannon.com. Hello, it's Lauren from Jupiter, Florida, and Callie, you are so right, because Jeff, those are biting words, man. There is such thing as pregnancy brain. I am six months pregnant. I'm due at the end of September, so I'm a couple months ahead of you guys, and it just gets worse. I do weird, unexplainable things all the time, leave things in places that I would never leave them. It's just the subtle things. And it is scientific. Supposedly, allegedly, and I believe it, your normal common sense daily use part of your brain does start to wear away, I guess. But it is replaced 
with new skills like your maternal instincts and motherly things. So it doesn't disappear. It just kind of gets reallocated. So that's what I read. And firsthand experience, I'm saying it's true. And Callie, you can use that your whole pregnancy. Blame it all on pregnancy brain because it is real. And that's it. I'm going to continue listening to this episode now because I had to press pause and call in and fight for myself. Otherwise, I would have forgotten because my pregnancy brain just won't allow me to remember things that long. Anyways, have a great day. Love you guys. Love the show. Bye. Um, so I have a two-year-old, and I drive a two-door car, and my husband has a four-door. And so my, I don't know, food for thought, so to speak, is depending on how much you guys go on road trips, I wouldn't buy a car for one kid. Um, Now, if you're for sure trying to have like two or three really soon, that's a different story. But we use my husband's car when we're doing like going to church or going to a family meal and we're one and done. So for us, that works just fine. And then our friends that have similar setup with two kids, when they go on a road trip, you know, like twice a year, they rent the van with the remote control doors or they rent a you know, a car that has TVs in it for the kids for the road trip. So they're not putting miles on their car. So, all right. Love you guys. Enjoy me the island. Bye. Congratulations on baby dollar. One little tip of advice on the stroller thing. I don't know if other baby stores do it, but I know Babies R Us used to let you take the stroller out to see if it would fit. When I was pregnant, um, before I upgraded my car, I actually had a Mini Cooper, and so it took some figuring out on which stroller to actually be able to fit in the boot of that car. So no matter what kind of car you get, try that. And I think they let you try the car seat as well, trying to figure out how easy it is to get in and out of the car. Just a little tip of advice. Um, Congrats again, and talk to you all again soon. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, the human race. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over this thing, and we'd best get over it pretty soon.